following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello and welcome back to the Next of Kin podcast. I'm your host, Rich, joined by my son, Christian. Hola. So... We realized today that one year ago yesterday was our anniversary of our podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is episode 50. So happy anniversary there, kid. Yay. I'm proud of you. That was a successful year. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it was. We've uh, Our numbers have been pretty consistent. Yeah, they've been consistent. Uh, so we really appreciate all the people that have stayed with us and it. Maybe some people have left and some new people have come and left. Maybe there's a lot of, maybe it's like a revolving door. Maybe. People come, they listen. What the heck are they talking about? And we're out. Yep. Either way, we appreciate it. And uh, (laughs) we're having a good time doing it. And so please, thank you to Matt Johnson and everyone who's been supportive. There's a lot of people on on our network that are super supportive to us. And, um, um, you know, we all try to help each other out. So we've got some cool stuff coming. Pretty soon we'll be podcasting from our own facility. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we might even add video once in a while. So yep. we're excited about that. So we're not even doing some news today. We're going to go right into three topics. Uh, our three topics today are going to be the deleted scene uh, from the, the Batman with the Batman and the Joker. And then we're going to talk about Picard a little bit more. And then we're going to get into Halo. So if you uh, got a lot of opinions about Halo, please stick with us because I'm sure Christian will have a lot to say. Yep. So, uh we just yesterday we were kind of so someone saw it that they had uh, released a deleted scene, which we had talked about during the episode with Jack that mm-hmm. there was a scene out there, but they decided not to include not it. Not include it, but it got they they released it. They so. released it, and it's basically like uh, it's saying it doesn't it seem like the it, scenes, it, I seem I see I seem very much I get I get why it's not in the film. I agree. It's with not that. necessary. Yeah. It's a really good like well. Uh, constructed, like creepy, like off-putting scene, but it's not necessary. No. And, and the reveal of him later is better. I would agree with that. Than like having the one scene later, like it, like having him out of nowhere start talking to Riddler, which he does in the actual film, right? As his as his reveal better. is better. Yes. but because obviously through that, for even through the film, and obviously through the scene, like it's clear that he's already dealt with Joker. Yes, and that he's like kind of put him away once. And right. like, which is a bit more like the comics where Batman's constantly yeah. like putting him away, and he's constantly yeah. getting in and out and in right. and out and in and out. But it's the problem with the judicial system. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, must be that that bail reform that they're always bail talking reform. about. <laughs> Joker got out because of bail reform. He's still in jail. <laughs> Yeah, the crimes he committed weren't that bad. But anyway, it's it's uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that question. Well, you should have been prepared. Then. I wasn't prepared. I admit, it's I admit. the guy from he was in Eternals. He was in Eternals. He was, he was yes, Barry. Barry Allen. It's not no. It's not Barry Allen. Okay. Either way, he does a good job. He does a very good job. Let's get back to that. I, before we get to that, I, I do want to say like, remember when they talked about what was supposed to happen in the Dark Knight Rises? Uh, and that there they, were supposed I mean, to be a bunch of scenes. I don't know if it's ever been like scenes. officially said, like like what capacity is because we don't know what capacity the Joker right. would have been in that film. But it's very clear, given like the response to like the character 
and uh, given like probably like everyone's overall like just awe at their performance, like that he would have been in the third one if he was still around. Like there was no way he wouldn't have been. There, like right, there was supposed to be. Unfortunately, the actor passed. Yes, but. there was well, of course, but there was supposed to. It was it's Barry. Uh, Coghan? I it was. I think it's probably pronounced something. Weird, I'm but. sure it's pronounced. But Barry, we're gonna call him Barry. <laughs> um, no, I agree with you. I think that we. No yeah. one knows that for sure. I don't think it's ever been confirmed. But there was going to be this kind but of like silence of the lambs. It, but I think you're leading into that almost like yes. yeah, where he's was, maybe it, at first and, and it looked like the silence from... of the lambs. He had the file. He put it in the drawer, just yeah. like silence of the lambs. And we were supposed to have that dynamic. Yeah. Well, before, it is not like, something... before eventually Joker would have right. got out. Like when the right. I think the idea would have always been like the the film would have taken it's kind of like a similar shape to like how the Dark Knight Rises looks now, but maybe you would have had like in like inadvertently like Batman right. finally returns and like goes and talks well, to like Joker like in that sense like right. almost like from like the detective and put away like the right. the serial killer type scene yes. which is basically what that scene is yes. like this deleted scene is and uh, so they. Barry, Ke- like, I think it's Keown is how it's pronounced. I think I, you are correct. Uh, it, I think that just came back to me. Uh, it, it, there's, there's clearly a lot of ledger in, well, like, be- what yeah, he's, I think in how he's scene, portraying it. Let's talk about the scene for a second before yeah. we get in the performance. The scene itself is a scene that's been mentioned in graphic novels before yeah. where Batman visits the Joker in jail, yeah. and it's a ripoff of the Fence of the Lambs thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like going in for help, like yeah, that whole thing, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that that whole aspect of it, um, and you know that's even a Hollywood trope to some extent. You got to so, stop the other thrillers, and we got to go talk. So like, the, so yeah, I don't think that like, and I don't think that Reeves stole it from a scene that Nolan was going to do. No, they both, like it's very clear they both, that like, they both got it from from one Reeves of the Reeves wears like yes. the noir influence on this like yeah. film, like on its sleeve, and it's not exactly like this hidden like thing. Right. I made this up. No, it's like it's like unapologetically like noir like right. in steeped in a couple of the stereotypes so, from that like, genre as well right so. so and there is a lot of that in the old hollywood where the guy would go see the guy in jail and, yeah and the buzzer goes off and they open it's the stylistic it's stylistically like, it's done so that's right now i'm sorry now you can get back into the scene a little bit it's a great scene it's yeah. really um in most of it we don't even really get a full a full look no. at him. Like, he's out of focus for the first half. No, he's out of focus for most of it. And like, cause you have like, this, through, like, like, almost, like this glass. old, he's like, looking through like this green, like dirty, creepy, dirty, like, glass. like, uh, like almost like I'm trying to think of the filthy. word for it. Like not even filthy, but filth and grime, like tinted almost. But it's like, yes. but it's like the weird, like glass, like where you have, like where the light will reflect through it weirdly because it's like a little bit thicker and it's like old, right. like it's like an old style of like architecture almost in a way, like the way he looks through it. Yeah, no, so it like, sure. so like the light in his like face and like the image that comes through is right. distorted heavily right. and then it's already on on top of like a a joker that looks very visually similar to leisure i would yeah and you had a great way in of terms of like the it. overall it, like it's just crude makeup right and then like a different i think he's scarred around the, the mouth again yep, very similar different, although differently it, it's similar in style to leisures yeah. yes the hair is like the it's like the greasy like, like green it's, like it's, some of it's fallen out he's mm-hmm. got bald spots and and it almost like you said it yesterday now, the way i described this and people keep like liking this uh this like take it's like because it's it's not like it's not just like uh like all ledger like the way i keep the, like i i viewed it as and i've seen the same comment like all over like twitter and like in videos and stuff right uh, right. Is that it, it's very much like a lot of leisure, but then like a bit more like of the like cartoony elements from like Joker's like character. But like specifically, like you can if you had to like 
attribute it to something. It's kind of like Gotham, like the show, like it's like that ver their version of Joker, who was actually all pretty good, all things considered. Uh, and so a little bit of that Joker was a bit more like comic-y, mixed with like uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, which yeah. kind of fits a lot more with this newer Reeves universe, which yeah. seems to be like. Um, obsessed with like the psychology of like Batman and like the villains and like right. and like the almost like the philosophies so, of like the characters as so well. In addition, and, like, psychology. It's you all had that a, weird you stuff. had a really cool comment yesterday too. Is that it's almost like oh yeah, this if, well, this if yeah, Nolan I lost track of this, if, yeah. if Nolan if the Nolan Joker was put in solitary confinement for a while. Yeah, and this is like a really because he looks it, older. It, he he almost, looks like right, whereas like in right. the Dark Knight, like, like he's been in old. for a while. The Joker's like, not an old. Yeah person in the dark night like he's right. he's the uh what's his name leisure was like 28 i think right. when he filmed that movie right and he joe hitty looks about that age like right. in the or like, he's treated as like about i would that i age. would assume the joker in dark knight is older than 28 i want to say he's in true but i mean but he's Batman, not like an older joker. this joker right. looks like maybe like a 40 he's an older joker. version of like he's, he's been like, in solitary for six years he's been in the insane asylum for six years yeah but I mean, like, which I think, doesn't I necessarily think make sense because was, it looks like Right. That they took like Ledger's yeah, Joker, right, right. and then they just kind of locked him up since 2008, like in, in solitary confinement. And then, like, what came out was an even more like uh, devolved, even right. slightly more like. Well, they even show his hand nails further along yeah, the spectrum like, of like mental like his illness. Hand, his like, fingernails, like he doesn't have any style. Like you know, obviously yeah. the Ledger's Joker has style, and so it's like and, a bit more know, like on like his nails are all red, and his face, his hair yeah, is so all it's pulled out. A bit more out. faithful to like right. real mental illness. I would sure. say like it's I would bring well, it up. Well, we already to, discussed in the which la- obviously in that episode. Real, like the, that's like what's yes. setting this the Batman trilogy yeah. like apart is that like the psychological thriller. Yeah, the commitment to like the, the psychological elements yeah. of and like having that be really well. What did you think of the laugh? I thought the laugh was great. Uh people were like iffy on the laugh at first, but I like the laugh. I think it's a it's just enough crazy. It's a yeah. Uh, it was good, and I'm glad that they released it, and I'm glad it wasn't. No, we haven't got to see it, and like, yeah. I think and I he, think it and was he all good. Like he has like a really like good handle on the, like the character, yep. and Joker's obviously a he's like almost like considered like a gotcha role at right. this point. Like I, I like like, a couple, I, like yeah. what's his name certainly uh, went through the ringer yeah, with it. So Leto. in terms of criticism, Leto. Yeah. Even though I really like Leto, actually, and yeah, he his, wasn't bad in the Snyder it. Cut. He, he I like fine. Leto. Yeah, he's great. Cut. I, I, I don't. I don't like much of his performance. So here's, in Suicide Squad, here's the thing about the but, Joker. Why can't we just like different versions of it? I mean, exactly, like, why can't yeah. they all? I mean, I mean, really. But it's just one of those. Leto's is good. Like, Nicholson's because, is like, good. Lyers is good. Yeah. Ken Boz, Ken Boz. Well, I think that's what it is. It's an element of like. It's just such a great character. Have some fun with it. Well, it's like now it's even harder because every time you play Joker now, now it's like. You got two guys you got to compare. So now it's like, all right, I'm getting compared like on a voice level to like Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Talk about that. And there were there was even some some Mark Hamill things to Uh, it. Jack Nicholson Nicholson. has played the character and like was very very well like uh like. I don't know, like appreciate. He was that well, role. yeah. He's been well respected in that role. Heath Ledger uh, put in one of the greatest <clears throat> film performances of all time. Yeah. What an Oscar! Uh, like even if you count like uh, Joker, just the film, right? Uh, yeah. Like like in uh, what's his name? Uh, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. One, yeah. I'm blanking out his yeah, name. Go ahead, but... whatever. It doesn't matter. But either mm. way, like that, even that performance, like now you've just had like a, a ton of like really really talented like right. performances put in by this character. So like every time someone like picks it up now. It's so even though like it's it's fine to have different performances, but now each person has like a certain level. They're almost right. like have to match. 
to like even be considered good because otherwise you're being even if you just do good like that's not good enough because you're like in comparison to what you have joker has has been a role for like comic book fans that luckily enough has been like pretty well executed on a good number of occasions even like gotham like the joker's executed pretty well yeah like like, there's like surprisingly like despite dc's inability to to occasionally do everything consistently like the joker's one thing that's always kind of been like rather consistent with dc sure like he's usually a pretty high standard so like any actor that takes on the role then must like elevate themselves to such a level that to match which are like like Barry Keown's a pretty good actor, but like not like any level that like you would expect him to walk into the Joker and like and like put up like you know what I mean like and go, and scrap with them and be right. like, be able to go toe to toe. So I'm I'm very happy that he's able to do it. It looks like he's uh, studied a lot of leisure, like a lot of the. I, I a think lot he of studied. I think I'm sure point, this guy studied yeah. every every role. Yeah, he's 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 listened to the Bar Camel. Yeah, there's a certain point where the intensity the, goes up a slight amount. I'm sure in the in yeah. in the clip. Yep. There's like a one point with the, the where like, I think he stands up or when it, or it's like after like Batman yep. starts to leave. Right. Like once that moment happens, the next time he starts talking, it's very very like leisure esque. Once it gets to that sure. point, so like a lot of the way like the like the words are given and like a lot of the inflections and the micro expressions like even though they're a little bit distorted still like it's so like it's clear that there's a lot of like leisure going on there with a bits of like his own flair a bit more of like his own like cracked psyche that's obviously being a bit more added to the character because it's going to go even further than leisure did so okay i'm very excited for that yeah we'll see what they do with it moving on and also i will say it's not like it doesn't feel like it's a guy like that's just doing leisure. It feels like it's like okay, this is an interpretation. He's gonna have his own interpretation. This is an interpretation of like kind of what leisure interpreted, if that makes sense. I would agree and it, with that. And it felt like, and it didn't feel like, oh, this guy's doing a leisure impersonation. It sure. felt like, oh, like there's clear like elements of leisure in this performance that I can witness, but I'm right. still seeing a different thing. Sure. So like, I want to, I want to put that out that I think, I think like, that's fine. despite yeah. the fact that it's very steeped and like, it gives off a lot of that energy. It does still manage to give off its own thing. Yeah, it, like, it, let's feel, be honest. it feels more like an inspiration than like, I'm going to just a copy paste. If you, if you s- called me up and said, rich, you're going to be the Joker now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a professional yeah. actor, so I would, and I'm not a hack. So, I mean, I'm, I bet I probably would be a hack, so I'd probably just steal everything I would, you know, you know, all. Oh, yeah, again, you don't be, want it to be too Where similar, this guy's so an actor, he's gonna have to I'm sure this guy has done a lot of research. I'm sure he read the graphic novels. I'm sure he discussed it. I'm sure he watched the movies. He probably did all kinds of things because it seems like he is an actor that's got a huge, cool feature ahead of him because he's played some pretty cool characters so far. Yeah. And he's played them with a lot of, you know, I, I, like diversity in terms of the ways he's played, the types of roles that he's played. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, I'm going to say we should jump to Halo now, and here's the reason why. I feel there's probably more people who listen to the podcast are more interested in what we have to say about Halo than they care about Star Trek. Fair enough. I like Star Trek more, okay. but I you think can we can give jump your into your reaction to Halo first. Then. We're going to start with As my someone who's so, not. So in here, and again, we always try to talk about the uh, the 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 why we call it next of kin, especially on our one year anniversary of the episode. Um, you know the the dynamic that you and I are. You know, you're twenty, about to be twenty three. I'm fifty five, about to be fifty five. So we're we're several years apart, obviously, and um, so we have a complete different appreciation for certain things based on our own experiences. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why we like the concept of the show. And I will be honest, I've never played Halo, so I know nothing about the Halo universe. I'm just coming in, and it it might as well not be a video game for me. Mm-hmm. So. 
I'm going to just talk for a couple seconds, a couple minute, minute about my general impressions of what yeah, I. Yeah, what saw. did you take note of? Because I, because I'm actually like curious as like, because like it's very different so, from the so games. Here's, so here's so the thing. I, I want to know what like, and, and we'll, we haven't even talked about this. I no, want to see like your reaction. Yeah, we purposely like, didn't talk your about overall it. review, right. and then like, so, and then I want to see like what diff plot points or like certain things that they highlighted. Not, not that I'm saying I like the things they've highlighted yet, but like the certain things that seemingly were like the the topics that they brought up and like seemed to be like kind of themes for the the season ahead. Right. Like what so, did you think of well, those? Well, let me stuff? let me talk about it. So first of all, visually, I think they've done a very good job. I I did not yeah. feel I Mostly mean, I agree with you. So so the Covenant the Covenant are the so, although they're, they're those well, are elites. Those, okay. they only show no, one well, class. All I'm going to say is that that could have been better. Like they 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 look like Yeah, it's a bit rougher on the Well, let me do point. my yeah. let you let mm-hmm. me talk about it. So like you they definitely look like cookie cutter every other alien we've seen in most parts they're not they don't look any better than the first avengers movie the guys that are climbing all over new york city uh, I'll, I'll say uh, we should put this into context i don't know about the this style is, it's 10 million episode I, which is about mandalorian numbers and this show has been um for better or the worse been accused of in like some of the reviews that like that are predating some of the episodes that have aired of like chasing like the Mandalorian, like, sure, almost. Okay, so like this, so the Mandalorian is a good like. Well, let's get let's get to that. Point. Let's get to the comparison yeah. point. Let me continue with my impressions of it. Score is amazing. Um, I think mm. that the 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 modeling of the character, and I know enough about the video game that they look like the game. Um, the ships are cool. The weapons were cool. The action was very cool. Um, from a sci-fi standpoint, I enjoyed it. It reminded me. It seemed appropriate. I thought that the, um, the, 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 you know, there was a few moments where it did seem like they wanted to kind of feel like game footage. Um, like where it did, it like looked a little like, bit like are motion you, are capture. You about like the one point where it's like, uh, I don't mean like first person. first person. I, I just mean in I general, some of the animation, it's that the CGI, some of it felt a little, and the same thing I'm going to say, like with the, with the, with the covenant, to some extent, some of it, seemed a little um again a little like it just didn't seem quite right in terms of what we saw like the 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 mining facility that we saw and then the ships and the the scope of everything i thought was really cool the planets the that we saw set, i'm not i don't have a so, problem with like. moving into the actual characters i liked all the characters i kind of sense where some of them are going um i do like the embodiment of humanity with the little girl i know you're going to talk about that um uh, you know, so I, I, I quickly, not knowing anything about the culture of Halo, I, I knew I quickly was able to understand that there's like humans, there's kind of like there's like there's kind of like the colonists, so to speak, almost like mm-hmm. the revolution, like the beginning of the American history where you got people that really aren't like the empire. Yeah. Um, like the it seems like the U.S. Marine Corps guys, they're all part of a bigger you know, yeah. kind of government that's running everything, yeah, and, and, and and then there's and then there's these kind of people that are kind of the Korean fat folks that are kind of fighting that, and then obviously the so, in terms of overall impressions, I thought it was an incredibly good episode. I liked the moments, I liked the characters. Um, the one thing I will say, I know what Master Chief's supposed to represent, and I that's, think yeah. this is again. Even knowing just enough about the existence of the character, it's kind of like if I watched a movie about Abraham Lincoln, 
right? I would expect them to be wearing a hat and a, have a beard. But if you make a, a director's choice that Abe Lincoln in a movie about the Civil War, well, that was the week he shaved his beard. He doesn't know where the stovetop had. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, and he didn't look right. I think the helmet coming off was like way too early because like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into that. But so, but again, that, now, that to me feels like because first, like it's, they, I'll they say, jumped I'll the gun too early and this will give that. a little bit of a, okay, I don't want to get too, too deep right. into my stuff yet because I want to, I want to let right. you finish. But, uh, <laughs> it's just, all right. I know never mind you go. And I'll, okay. I'll say it later. So, but overall in terms of sci-fi that I've watched on a variety of streaming services, it's, it's good. I will watch it. I, I, it had some feel of, um, kind of a militarized Star Trek. Like if that's a star, what I've described it you've described that to me before, and so. I think that rang a chord. Uh, you know, and they're they're similar in terms of future, gener- whatever century that they would be in. Yeah. Uh, and I felt also there were some aspects of that I reminded me from the Expanse. Mm-hmm. So um, those are both two. Those are the two most similar sci-fi like. Right concepts that i can think of to halo but i felt like the aliens the is like the aliens like, and the the aliens we saw in the expanse were better done with a lower budget um yeah although like i think they're they're done a bit differently the expanse aliens from what i've seen of expanse aren't the greatest but i'm not in the i haven't seen the later seasons yet so yeah. i assume they do get better Especially right. once the Amazon money rolls in. When the Amazon then, money comes in. All right, so I'm there sure you go. It's really good so, the Amazon money obviously, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Um, but I do feel like, I feel like they did shove way too much into the first episode. Um, I'll get to But we that. just joked about Boba Fett taking too long. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're just never going to be happy. All right, I am done. That was my assessment of a show that, again, it, right, I know nothing. Again, I only know about you, play, you and your like, brother played Halo. specific plot points you took note of? Out of curiosity. Uh, this guy is super, super military. Obviously, he's genetically engineered, and he's quickly not genetically engineered anymore all of a sudden, it seemed like. All of a sudden, he seemed like he was way too human, way too quick, because like he the, touched like an object. Like, the brain stuff was... Yeah, was, like, was, he touched um, the thing, and it, it, it... And here's the problem. If I don't know enough about the character, it seemed like it happened too quick. Yes. And I needed an episode where he was still just... I think that... I, I Again... If you're trying to establish this character that he's, you know, genetically engineered, and I know he talks to the to the woman and everything, Doctor, whatever her name is, um, uh, Hasley, Hazley, Halsey. Um, Halsey, thank you. Um, I, I will say that I felt like I needed a little bit more time to see what what, he, what Master Chief was like before he touches the object. Yes. Now, but then I did do a little tiny bit of research today. Is that doesn't that happen early in the games? No. Okay, then I was wrong. Okay. That what they just. Did. I think I would have liked okay, the fleece of the, one episode right, of knowing so like, what Master Chief was like before he touched okay, the so thing. So they they have a connection because okay, Halo, which they don't, which they do a horrible job in this episode of of matching the vibe that's existed in any game. Okay, I will say like they like is that the show doesn't match this thing. Like the Halo is, and also like I don't, I don't. I guess I have to start somewhere. And I also got let me finish the other plot point yeah. that I found annoying. Um, there's, there's Halsley, right? And then there's a general, right? A black guy. Uh, That's keys. I think they changed his race. And then there's, and then there's like, what's, who is the girl? Miranda Miranda keys, Keys. Miranda keys. Uh, Okay. Let me, let me, let me me finish my point. All three of these are game characters. I know, but let me finish this. Like they're what all of a sudden in the first episode, like Miranda is the daughter of Hasley. Halsey. Halsey. Halsey, also, and then the guys are father. We don't need this. Either. And I'm like, I, I didn't need. I felt like 
Halsey doesn't need I, this because Halsey. First off, Halsey. It like, suddenly felt know, it, that was we don't that know was this, a. But Halsey's one of those brutal characters in Halo. Okay. Um, like she's, she's I just she's the mother of the Spartan seems, project, it's, which so is it's gonna, like, we're going to learn about as it goes along. So there's two but, major. But she pro- doesn't need on. an actual daughter. So the Spartans is that the best way to classify all these people? The Spartans are the big guys. The guys. What's in the, big, the whole? The big guys in the what's armor. the whole thing the called? UNSC. The UNSC. The, so there's Earth, two yeah. rival factions with the UNSC. And one of them is run by the mother of someone who's very powerful in the other one. And it's like, that seems kind of forced. Well, it's well, it's the mother is like the head of like the science-y, like kind of like right. covert, more covert, <laughs> like shame, all right. like Spartan program. Yeah. But then like, she, which, which again, both the, these are all characters in the game too. <laughs> not not married or like, well, we don't know what the black, what, what Keys, right. what Keys and right. Because Mar- again, Keys is, Keys actually survives the original three games as far if I, as far as I remember. Oh, well, we'll see if that I happens. Think, like I could be confusing, um... No, actually, no. I miss. I miss confused. If I remember correctly, because there's a couple different. Gen- okay. There's like there's the main general who I don't know if we've met yet, who um in the game survives the, I- the trilogy, and then there's also the the first general from like the first game who right. dies, and then eventually we meet Keys' daughter, who's Miranda Keys, who's just another general and isn't a sciency person, which is what Keys seems to be like. The other, like wing of unsc she seems to be like one of their top science people whereas like halsey is like her own like kind right. of thing okay i got i gotta go on a side here okay, so sure. a couple of weeks ago when i was looking into halo and i looked at the cast and there were no pictures associated with the cast yeah so first of all th- this is again the old old man version of me yeah. so so when i heard of miranda keys for some reason for a second i thought they said keys because I because keys, but here's the funnier one. I thought Charlie Murphy was on the show. Charlie Murphy is on the show, but it's not the same Charlie Murphy. Yeah, the woman is. I didn't realize that Charlie Murphy was dead, and I'm thank you for for. I'm sorry about that, Charlie Murphy. But I'm like yeah. Charlie Murphy, like Charlie Murphy. Yeah. And I was just expecting like, like you know. Um, <laughs> Johnson. From what? From the show. Which I'm also. I, I'm upset. Charlie Murphy. I haven't seen Johnson you know. yet, which is like one of the right. main. Like, well, and I can't wait for Johnson because okay, I, I know I, Johnson. I need to, I need to we had a stick and we had a rock. And they, unfortunately, you know, so, that's one of my. I think they're going to screw up this is, Johnson. So what? All right, I, I, I should probably get all right. into like. All right, I need so to set up a we better. Yeah, we better get going here now. Background. All right, so get going here. Tell me what I need to. Oh, and I was excited that. Oh, and I did. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing the part of Bern Gorman grow the guy the the he's the guy that was on the expanse and he was also on Torchwood okay what's oh that I don't the, even the yeah, big Venetia Garth I don't know Gar- if Grath. I don't, Grath? Really care, I don't Grath? Care about his role at all but, but I but I like the actor, like the actor he's a great bad guy he's he's the bad guy he plays such a bad guy you want to walk up and punch him in the face like he's mm-hmm. just because you wanted like in the expanse and you haven't got to that season yet you want Amos just to punch the shit out of him when you see all him right, on the I, expanse, right, let's put it to this point. Obviously, <laughs> Halo is yeah. a video game franchise, yes. first and foremost. Thank it's you, one Captain. Of the most Obvious iconic video game franchises of all time. Not and as, even I know not that as popular over the course of like the last decade since it's been um, owned and like kind of what, since its decisions have been made by Microsoft in three four three industries. The true the last, evil the empire. Last couple games are not the most well received um things they, in the they, world. I, I do know that they four, were five and six and Infinite, they were cash the grabs. One, they were is, cash grabs. Not even that per se. It's just more of a four is 
I actually like four a lot. People like the story of four in terms of like a single player set thing. I actually liked the the multiplayer a lot, and that was probably the last time that Halo had a thriving multiplayer online was uh, Halo Four, which is like twenty twelve at this point, nearly t- basically ten years. Uh, but yeah, so like it's mainly a video game franchise. Um, I will say they they did their best job in the, the the showrunner, which leading up to this, which I don't understand what Paramounts or whoever's decision was to give this guy the 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 showrunner role, he's done nothing. He has no work previous work before Halo. So it was like, I don't understand necessarily why a guy with no previous work all of a sudden was handed the reins to a $90 million season. But I digress. Uh, <laughs> but either way, uh, they, they did everything they possibly could to alienate Halo fans, like or people that, people that have played the games, uh, like in leading up to this, where the trailer, which, which didn't really match a Halo vibe in any sense, and then there was like this one line that epitomized like it, where at the end of it was like "Find the Halo, win the war," which like you, if you've never played Halo, means nothing. But it, like just like the wording of like a phrase like that at all, like clearly un- gives off an idea that like the people behind this don't really understand what they're working with. Or like the con- some of the concepts, which I th- I'm getting to as well. So we're right? getting to the Kane because the guy's name is Kane, right? Who? Isn't that the showrunner? I guess yeah. Stephen Kane is the showrunner. I guess yeah. So he's, I don't have a much faith in him uh, on that it's, level. It's Kylie Killen and Stevie Stephen Kane. Okay, well I'll keep that in mind, I guess. And also, they uh, they're the ones that a while back said they didn't. Okay, so rumored then, that they hadn't played the game, yeah, and, and then, then they week, and then they said this was not going to follow the culture of the game. Which I was again, I think the and you were like pissed like, like a, a month there was ago. Like a clickbait like article. Yeah, type true. Thing, this was which true. was which is always a clickbaity when it comes to this kind of thing. Which basically and this like riled up the Halo community. Not that it takes a lot to rile up the Halo community these days. Yeah, you're but, you're you're a tough fandom. It's, it's already a fan. Well, and it's not a, that we're a tough fan base. It's just a fan base that's already on the back end of. Like kind of being like mistreated by their the developers, like on a game right. level, and three four three is involved in the show as well. So it's just like we don't have a lot of faith in like the people that are bringing us the medium at the moment, and we've been on the receiving end of like that like n- like more a, a, like a digression in quality for like a decade now. So like going and even going into this, like we're we're starting a Halo show in a time where like Halo fans like already are like kind of. It's not a big. It's not as big of a franchise anymore. Um, right. Like it was supposed to have made the jump years ago, and it just has always taken like. Right. Like, this is true. You, not, yes. Not this is true. Worked out to have like a jump, right. and now it just I don't know. But either way, like there's and they're putting money into it, which I'm happy with. I think it's already been renewed for a second season. I'm gonna watch everything here yeah. because. Uh, so again, this is like almost like Paramount's Mandalorian. It, it's like that's like the concept of what's going on here. They this want it like to the, be this is a yes, flagship yes. show. Like, Paramount, all these now, all these again, all Paramount of these like franchises, like 18, like, all of them are looking to be. They're all looking for their Mandalorian, their Games of Thrones. You know, their Witcher. They're all looking for, for this. The, yeah, the, that's, the type of money put in. Yes, and and like and they made, they've made no secret that this is going to be like Paramount. This is like Paramount's shot, right? And like trying to like do well, that. Well, I mean, if you look at what Paramount's trying to do with Star Trek, I mean, they're 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 that's they Paramount knows that you know CBS Viacom merger that you know that mm-hmm. they've got a lot of opportunities with Star yeah. Trek too, and so th- Star Trek they're putting a lot of money into right. Star Trek so, too. Okay. So let's just all right, so again, this is a. 
And also, this show is not in the game timeline. Correct. Which is, which is a blessing and a curse, because, like, I not here's like I'm, and before I get into like a lot of my what is mostly going to be gripes. Okay. Um. So like, let's. I, be f- I don't want to be like overly negative, but also. Uh, so here's here's where I think you're we're going to end up getting to. Yeah, sure. You that can you, you can enjoy what it is, mm-hmm. but it's not Halo, and I think that's is that okay? Like, there's the people that don't like the JJ verse of yeah. Star Trek. But they're like, it's not Star Trek. Yeah, but way, it's like, not really Star Trek, but I liked it. But either way, it's, like, it's, in this, it's better yeah. than not having it, I suppose. Right, back to the showrunner really quick because I right. finished that point. Yeah, they sorry. made it sound like through this interview, and like this is a variety interview. It like right. and it almost like they almost seem to like brag about and like relish this idea. Yeah, of, like not. Oh no, we're not going not to use the, the sauce matter. We didn't play games. video game. I agree with the. Like, I read that article which too. I, I understand, like on some level, that the video game is like it's not an easy thing to adapt one for one. Not to mention that like the original three Halo games, which is, like, we're starting, like, in the timeline for this show, which is, like, the silver timeline is what they're calling it. Right. Uh, it's similar to Star Trek, actually, the way they've decided to, like, have, like, yeah. the second universe. Yes. Uh, like, it, it, they've started, like, we're, we're kind of, like, around the time, like, the first game that came out back in, like, 2000, like, would have, uh, like, started. And this is obviously, like, a 500 years in the future, right. like, type of setting. Where U.S. is like the well, not the U.S. The Earth has become like the U.N.S.C. is like a united like world government essentially, right. and they have colonized like a good number of planets. Right. Uh, the the farther out planets are don't like the U.N.S.C. because they like get they take more resources out basically right. than like the like the well, it's, it's services a, it's, get put again, back in. It's like a very simple. It's like, a it's it's a comparison to colonialism. Yeah, it's like a very simple. And I mean, again, and again, um, in the Spartans, which are. The, the the genetically engineered humans, but like the right. the much more bulky armor that are like seeing as they're like killing me. They're just machines at this point. Like that's what they've been reduced to. Right. Uh, we're actually made initially to to fight the just colonists, just to fight other like other humans, right. essentially, which is a little bit dark and like yeah. an always an element of like Halo. But uh, eventually they 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 encounter the Covenant, which the Covenant is a not a single race. The Covenant is. Uh, like, do you see the guy who was in like the floating chair? Yeah, he was they're not the, the same. There's like a, they're like the elite, like leader race right. of the Covenant that kind of like uh, they go to each planet and they like conquer different worlds. But whether whether they're worthy or not, humanity's never even like considered an option to like join uh, like the Covenant. Right. But like for instance, like all like the we only saw elites currently, which were the 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 bigger guys that like attacked the the right. actual compound, which the compound actually like the overall physical design of like the when we got physical sets in this it was right. halo-esque especially like that setting was pretty on the money for like being a halo type environment right their cg for the elites was pretty good all things considered too i don't have much of a gripe with a lot of the effects beyond the fact that it's a bit rough around the edges and it feels a little bit like floaty at times like it's floating over the shot instead of like being incorporated in and it's slightly on the cartoon-ish side but yeah. i think like if they if, uh, if again if this gets a lot of views this which i actually do hope this season gets a lot of like eyes and like a lot of people watch it because i assume it'll get more money which then will either mean that and i hope people watch it and not like it so they get someone else in charge so they can course correct but there's certainly like a lot of potential when it comes to just like the overall visuals like even like chiefs i like chiefs like costume it's pretty like to the money right. like even the other spartans who aren't like characters that exist and they've kind of been made up for this show uh, like their suits are 
like different, which is like Spartans have a high level of customizability to their suits, and they're all like right. Well, the one that was a girl was built differently. Exactly. So, like, so I actually like their design. Body type was different. Yeah, but in that interview with that guy, like they they relished in the idea they didn't look at the games, which obviously I will say, having seen this episode, is not true. There's like certain sound effects, like especially during like the the best part of this episode, despite the fact that that could be the production designer though. The best part of this episode was the beginning part while they were on the the colonist planet. That was the better part of this episode, and uh, I don't know. But either way, it it starts to fall apart if I was a Halo fan. Once we get through that bit yes. on the planet. But either way, there's enough stuff that I, w- I watched within, like, that aspect when they were on the planet that I'm like, okay, so at least somebody on, like, this, like, cast. And then even, like, they, they tried to, like, walk back with, like, those type of statements because, again, they pissed right. off all the Halo fans. Just, like, because even if, like, like yeah, that was correct. Why do you, why, and that that's a, my thing, why do you alienate, why, why do you alienate, alienate your base? Yeah, even that's the thing, even if that was the best, like, narrative decision for the show was to scrap off the games or like not to play them or not to like be too heavily like influenced by them like that's one thing but like why do you have to make it sound like there's this like this this like form of like entertainment it that seems needs to be like looked down upon despite the fact that the game like halo games like the original three games have a very like right. well-acclaimed story that like i understand why like with the, the showrunner didn't just want to adapt that because it would have been like it would have been a poison chalice like you wouldn't have been able to do it right and you, instead of like so again like the halo community was always a community that was going to like be annoying to deal with this is true like I, as far as like well that's, it's like, funny because certain fandoms there's certain fandoms that are ni- very nitpicky and i can tell yeah. that halo is one of them but also um, they said there's a ton of other star trek star yeah. wars fans star trek fans because there's a star i mean i've tried yeah. to avoid some of the other ones um, sci-fi in general is a bit but nitpicky we, we, with, like, it, how we you know our, yeah, right how we treat you're, you're exactly right so, so all right like, um but uh, but even like uh I don't know where I was. I kind of lost. Sorry, that, I interrupted you. Well, I mean, let me let me jump in for a couple seconds. I, and I can see that. I mean, I can see from from a storytelling standpoint. I mentioned this already. My my concern is, yeah, if I didn't know anything about Master Chief, yeah, it's it's almost like it. it here's here's the weird thing. I, I'm going to compare Master Chief to um, John Dunbar in Dances with Wolves. The first time we see Dance with Wolves, you know, and obviously I joke about the avatars a ripoff of Dance with Wolves. We see John Dunbar, he's in the Civil War, and he his legs get he's already injured and he decides to basically commit suicide on the battlefield yeah. and and um he ends up saving the day. And and then we see him change. The the what why it works in Dances with Wolves, we see a lot of time before he starts becoming like uh, you know, enamored with the, 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 you know, the indigenous people of the old West. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to understand a little of them, but we, but he changes so quick, even in the movie that it's kind of like, you know, it's, it, it almost like he never fit in with the, the civil, with the civil war soldiers, so to speak, but clearly master chief is genetically engineered. So I needed more time to see Master Chief just as the Master Chief that's not affected by touching an object. It shouldn't have happened in the first right, episode. Like, I will say, like, I'm going to go into, like, I, maybe I should go I into, needed like, more interaction with his colleagues. Into, like, specific like, stuff. I mean, I, I needed more interaction with Halsey. I needed more to understand that, right, let's go into, like, especially specific. not knowing anything about Halo. I want to go into, like, specific elements of the episode, and I can sure. tell you, like, how they compare yeah. to, like, say, like, all right, so, like, the the most easy thing to compare this first season with 
would be Halo 1 Combat Evolved. Okay. Which is like the game that comes out, which is a very simple, it's a very actually simple game, but it was like one of the greatest introductions to a franchise like ever. But again, they, again, they, like even though that that's clearly like an overstatement that they didn't look at the games, they clearly did, or at least right. people on the staff are looking at game design. Is even like some of the sound design, like of the episode, is very like inspired, if not like on the money from the sure. like, Combat Evolved, sure, like from like that era of like the games as well. Like there's little things that like I, so I can appreciate that kind of stuff, but uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's just. Well, get into a couple. Let's talk about Where do you want some me to start? talk with, like because obviously we don't want to. Okay, so Combat Evolved, real quick. Combat Evolved is no, being... no, no. I want. We, let's not no, worry I about. Do, I just want to do Combat Evolved real quick, just very to say quickly, the comparison. very quickly. So this is like we're being like introduced to like Chief kind of having to go off by himself and like figure out like a mystery. It seems like the way they're doing it. Okay, but now in in the, in the game, um, you're just being. You're, you're, but he's you're still Master more, Chief. In the games, you're you're Master Chief. You're in a you're on a UNSC frigate, one of their right. nice like warships, which is a pretty cool and ship. They're running by the from way. the Covenant. Yeah, they're running. We don't know where the Covenant is, but it it it. First off, that adds to the desperation of it. Which also, this episode, there's not there's no desperation from humanity going on at all. It doesn't feel like humanity's in a desperate situation. All of Halo is humanity in a fight to just exist. Which is why that the why the, the like the aspect of like the plight of the colonists is like a non-issue in the Halo games. Like it's an p- important part of the background, but it's not an issue because everyone's going to die. Right, and it doesn't. And like the and even like as evil as the UNSC is, and at times, and the UNSC is a darker, I- amoral institute. Sure. Like almost like it's not like a Starfleet. No, like, they're it's, they're it's a they're a militarized like, Starfleet. Yes, like I, like they they suppress like all the right. other colonies right. we that get they that. take more like right. resources from. They obviously have the Spartan program that as this goes along, we're gonna learn right. as like in its early stages was a very fucked up like child like like warrior like crafting program where Got like it. one in twenty children survived. Like was and they were just taken. They were they, they weren't like they were just like taken from their families, which is what we're gonna learn right. with Chief. It's very obvious with the way they do well, the flashback. Yeah. And that's why I just figured all's happening too early. So they have all that. And so Either way, so they, they and they and they just find the halo ring, and the entire game takes place on the halo ring, instead okay. of like this having this this massive search where now Halo has like where now like Master Chief has like a friend, where it's like no like it, and and I get what they're so trying even, to do. Matt, like the the, the like she's the embodiment the of humanity. Girl is supposed to be like she's the embodiment human of to, humanity. Like, yes, a Chief, who is a yes, she's who an, is a um she's she's you and I. Yeah. Because Chief is a human in a sense, but he's been like, he's been like changed. He's been like he might altered. as well have given her a little silver been, ball been, to play like, with he's, in the episode. Been off. Right. He's been genetically engineered. He's right. been uh, mentally engineered right. in a way, and and, Hal- I, and which is why we don't need Halsey to have a daughter and like an ex husband. Well, that whole other Halsey is like that Halsey's was like what is this Chief CW? Is almost, Hal- yeah, that that's, that was CW to me. Where it's like Halsey's relationship. Halsey doesn't need a familial relationship because Halsey's essentially like the mom to these children. And that's the complexity of that relationship where Halsey isn't just like this mindless bad guy, which is seemingly kind of what she is where like Halsey, no, it's complex where Halsey's done these awful things to these children, but she's also their mother. Right. It's both. And that's the complexity of it where she actually does like, where like, and she doesn't necessarily, we don't get much of a sense that she cares for John. 
or for she cares for Master Chief at all in this, which she, which Halsey does. She's a she's a bastard. She's like a heartless son of a bitch. But she actually, in a sense, does care about Chief, and there is a mother daughter esque relation. Like not not very very like. Well, we certainly youth, didn't see that. But yet. certainly, but they, they've they've almost. Um, although she did they, tell the other, change. she did tell the other Halo guys to protect her. But that's more probably down to her like ability to just want to like protect her like assets almost, True. which is like. But either way, like she doesn't need an actual daughter because, like, she well, has like the she has the Spartans, which almost act as like a pseudo. So the one thing that I heard you guys talking about, you and your like a, a son, yeah, though. when you and your brother were talking or about daughter. it yesterday, like you, we, you were critical of the concept of having this allegory of this human there. Yeah. We didn't need that because. There's no Cortana yet, but uh, it seems like there's... there's... Which, she's going to get Cortana, like, by remote, I think, seemingly. Or, like, she's going to be, like, in episode three, and he's going to get, like, delivered Cortana by, like, the other But didn't party. he always have Cortana? But in the games, he just... In the games, like, he he gets Cortana because he's leaving... The, the ship's in danger. Like, the ship's going to get taken out, basically. Okay. Like, the ship's at the end of its rope, and they're going to, like, drop down to the halo and figure out what it is, especially because they, they pick up the Covenant or shit in it as so, well. So, so now he it's downloads... Like, it's almost like two factions fighting over and, like, uncovering the mystery of, like, what this base is. And, like, what the Covenant think it is is, like, an artifact for their religion. Because there are, the Covenant is a religion by the the upper right. guys, and that each, like, subspecies yeah, they take right. over, like, adopts the religion. And then the elites were, right. like, the one species we got introduced to, which I didn't like that it was just elites. The Covenant usually have, like, there's, like, Well, I'm or, sure we're going like to get introduced to others. Under the Covenant. I'm and, sure like, we're going to get introduced to others. And stuff. So. so. They didn't want to probably confuse it too much in the first episode. All right, what else bothered you? I don't know. But even back to the kid, I guess, or to, like, to the girl. Um, like, we, she's not necessary, and it's almost like a less ambitious narrative. Because first off, like, I the, I, the, the, I would say the biggest narrative de- mistake is the decision to have Chief take off his mask immediately. Right. Like, within the, within the first episode, without knowing anything about him, without knowing that that's a significant thing for him to do. Right. Because, again, we, we've never seen Chief... They didn't face. even have a conversation. At least if you're going to rip off Mandalorian, at least say, oh, we don't take off our which helmets. I, which I, and that's, like, the one level I'm like, all right, this is, like, a sci-fi show that they're trying to make, like, the... Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be, like, the right. the, the home run, like, show for the right. platform. Like, right. the, the flagship show. And I see that, like, you have an, a character who also is known for not taking his helmet off. And, like, you're doing it, like, two years after, like, a very, very popular character that right. does the same gimmick. But it's Master Chief still. It's, like, Master... It's, like, I get that, like... Maybe well, here's ma- the problem. Maybe on a mainstream, like TV movie level, right? Like, maybe Master isn't that known. Here's, but, but like Halo games would sell like seventy million copies. You know what I mean? Right. So Master Chief is probably one of the most iconic characters of all time. And I know who and Master Chief is. That element of the character. And so like, here's my point. For a cringy SCW reason like that, right, which right. was like the connector on a human level, it's like it's unnecessary. Well, here's but, my point. You know, let me. Let me. I don't want to say because I got to get to like the point though before you get right. to. The whole it's way less ambitious to have like this narrative of like Chief almost having to be like a fatherist figure, I guess, yeah, but, or like a, right. or like a defending a normal human figure because like that that's a very stereotypical sci-fi trope. Like that's nothing new. Right. Whereas like in general, like you in the Halo games, it's just you and Cortana with a couple other human characters. But realistically, the situations Chief gets sent into, normal humans can't survive. So like, how is this going to be this random ass like nothing colonist? Right. Who's going to be in the who's supposed to exist in situations that only Chief could do it? Well, here's the problem like, with him taking his mask off so early, and this yeah. is the point I wanted to get to: is that yeah, I keep going over this is is that no, you're fine. I mean, you're passionate about it, and you should be. Um, it, 
the, well, the problem with it for me is, is that we all, we've never, nobody knows what he looks like, right? Uh, I mean, I don't, I actually don't think he's ever been shown in game. So that's my point. So, so here's, here's my problem with it. When you've got a property like Halo, that's very well established and incredibly popular. Everybody in their brain has a perception of what John should look like. And he's going to have it off every episode. And I'm like, and I'm like, so no matter what you do, it's going to suck. It, and so just don't do it right away until we appreciate the character. Like, in even well, Mandalorian, like the Mandalor- oh, yeah, he, oh, yes. like, look how poignant, let me finish. Let, let, right. How poignant was when he finally did have to take his After helmet off. Like, he had no choice in that yeah. situation. He would have died and he wouldn't have been able to complete the thing. And he knew what it, he knew. And every situation he had to take his helmet off was one, one time in season one, he would have died. Right. Secondly, and he, he and it didn't violate his Grogu, ethics. He needed to get Grogu back. Right. It was only to and, get Grogu back. And to back. say bye to Grogu. Right. Those are the only three moments that he'd taken right. his helmet off thus far. And 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 it's not like, hey, take it off to eat a sandwich. Yeah. You know, it's and like the Chief is. We've won twenty years without seeing his face in game. And then you and went we've seen and, it within a, right. within ten minutes. Which I and, and it's that, one of those weird negotiations. Like was it? Like, like was this you, actor? I mean, I, why didn't you just hire an actor that said? You're not taking your mask you off. Hired like a fucking stunt double. They could, the right, they could have hired John Wayne's grandson, the like they voice. did with Mandalorian. And you could have just done the Game Boy. Right, back. you brought Cortana back right. for some reason. All right, she doesn't look like so Cortana, yeah, but... I'm sorry. What else? All right, um, where was I? Where was I talking about? I, we were just we were just talking about the, the okay, just that Chief, they're they're kind of Cortana. blowing it with with. Okay, with Cortana is Chief's AI. And in the game, he gets Cortana because, like, the ship's going to blow up. She's, like, the it's, ship's AI, but she's, like, a very, very valuable So she transfers. So she, we're going to give Chief to the most... So we're going to give Cortana to the most badass... In, when, she's in the sh- when she's in the ship. Yeah. Um, when Cortana's, like, part of the ship, does the ship talk or no? Cortana is just, like, an intelligence. and a, It if, doesn't start talking, though, till it's downloaded into no, him. No, she always talks. She always gets okay. communicate. She's basically, like, a full-on human, but she just happens to be, right. like, digital and... But she like knows all like the UN. Right, so back to the to show then. What who was the the bald lady in the closet? That's not no. That, that's just a Spartan. That's a that's Spartan. That's just a kid. That's just one of the kids that's in the Spartan program. That's just a kid. No, the one that was like sleeping. I don't know what you're talking about. Remember, she goes in and like, yeah, oh, get rid of that. Get yeah, rid that's of that. One of the kids who's in the Spartan. Do we program. know that? Yes, we know that. Did they say that? I mean, yeah, it looks. He looks exactly like how like we how we've seen. Spartan I thought it was children. a girl. I think it's a he, but it, we or it could be a girl. It doesn't matter. There's both. There's Spartans that are both he, both he and she. But I, I'm so why in the credits does it say Jen Taylor is playing Cortana? Because we haven't seen Cortana yet, so. or heard Cortana. Cortana is like, uh, well, we haven't seen or heard her. I don't know. I'm assuming she's just there because billing or something. Okay. But, All right. But we haven't seen Cortana. But in the games, like, we don't need a human for Chief to bounce off of because no, because we had Cortana. Because you have Cortana, who's Cortana is like, and then you so you end up with this really beautiful element because Cortana and like uh, Chief, like they they're friends and like there's almost like an element of like it's not like over the top, but there's an elements of like romance there as well. Kind of like uh, I would say the best example would be like like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Sure, yeah, like with yep. like with uh, the whatever the the hunter guy name is, who's an android, and then he has like his little uh, like plug in like right. hologram girlfriend or whatever he had, like that whole thing. It's kind of similar to that, not quite as like 
open about it, but it's like a very like flirty but like friendly relationship between the two. And to these two people, like a guy who's an actual human who's been reduced to like a robot, you know what I mean? But is somehow like ends up having a lot of humanity anyway. Right. And despite his training, and it doesn't he doesn't need to wake up to his training. Like he doesn't need to wake up and be like exposed. Like that's not a part of the games at all. That like Master Chief needs to learn, which I actually don't mind. Like to, to be fair, if you have like this dark history of like a guy who's like was taken as a child, and then like he now has to work and still fights for like an organization that needs to save humanity, but also did all these horrible things to him. It's certainly a level of complexity that adds to a character that should be explored in a show. But it, they're doing it in such a, like a it's lack, so quick they're though. Such, they're doing it such a like a we haven't we didn't get to experience Chief as just Chief. That's without, my point. Without having an understanding of that program, right? And in the games, he always this the idea is he seemingly has an understanding that he does that, and he just does it anyway. And even like back to the helmet thing, it's a little bit off target, but I just remembered it. Like, like even like we're two years in, and like everything that's happened with like Grogu in like Mandalorian, like and like the Mandalorian still keeps his helmet on, right? Like even after all, like even though saved, she told him we're not, not really washed, he's right. not like like physically like and, and psychologically like altered right, like right. chief is and even he has like enough trouble taking his helmet off but the guy who's literally been systemically like altered like he can just take it off like immediately like yeah that's it. but the guy who like right. literally well compared to, to the batman like, like look how long it takes batman to evolve it took two and a half hours for the batman and go through a whole bunch of stuff before and then it made sense when the last scene yeah. now he's he comes out of the darkness and he's in the light now and it's like the movie the whole movie is yeah. like and takes like, a while for him to get there like they did it in a 50 minutes mm-hmm. like give me give me a little bit of time to understand why he's also, changing like, i want to root for the guy oh come on man you yeah. can do it like when man like like remember in mandalorian i don't remember when he goes back to get grogu mm-hmm. like it's not in the first episode yeah it's it's three it's three episodes in right when he when he drops which, him off and then he's like no there's something not right about this I got to go back fundamentally change and he doesn't need to have a conversation with like a human to do it yeah. he just does it so in the first he just goes he back fundamentally changed like the nature of the character with with one not giving him Cortana immediately which almost helps us humanize Chief immediately by having Cortana right Cortana does more than anything. The humanized chief. Because Cortana is like almost more human than most of the humans. Well, we don't need her because we got a little. Like, we got Cortana a teenager. Is, like, is a AI, but she has like morality. Like right. she's an AI with a with a very clear sense of morality. Right. And like, it like like she's a very like high like very 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 advanced like AI. Right. So like, so. So, like, you have, like, that relationship. So instead of, like, having Chief have to, like, this boring relationship of him having to play, like, a father relationship of, like, the grizzled guy, like, who's not very, like, humane, like, learning humanity through, like, a younger human. Like, you could have had it where, like, you have one, a robotic, like, actual human who's been, like, like, enhanced with a literal, like, a synthetic, like, um, digital human. And, like, you have them, like explore humanity together with each other with like these two non-human things that are exploring humanity and are like kind of like humanity's greatest defenders are these two things that are not human in a sense but are also have to explore their own humanity as they go on but now we've just been relegated to like oh chief is like a father figure like the mandalorian is to grogu which is like if your whole idea was like you literally changed the characters like 
I assume that's what it is. Like, that you've kind of changed, like, the entire nature of the character by not giving him Cortana immediately, by not having him kind of aware well, of, like, like, his background, and by having him take off his helmet, which he's probably going to do every right. episode. Right. And... And well, it's funny, it, and you've changed it so like to probably differentiate it from Mandalorian. I, I would guess is kind of like one of their main reasonings, right? But also, like you also did the same plot, so right. it's like if you well, were, it's if you funny. were worried about like having your show and be to appear more like it, then maybe you shouldn't have gave like episodes one plot the same plot that Mando did with Grogu in a sense, right? Which is like leaving. Oh, well, they're guy, ripping it off. Like Chiefs, like Chiefs, like um, kind of like questioning of authority is like a part of the character. And like, and even like the way like the Spartan, like the elite chief, like uh, treat chief, like when they see him, they say like demon, which is like chief is like so like badass, and like chief is supposed to be like, like in the game, it's a very like Halo is a very video game esque concept. You're basically an unkillable like seven foot tall guy in in armor. It's not like the most complex story, but it's like, but it's an aspect that's has helped Chief grow into one of the most iconic video game characters of all time, and that needs to become an aspect. Like, right. it's just well, okay. built in, so, you know? Right. Like, so you're, you're really get upset over this. So. Yeah, I just dumb. <laughs> so, so it's funny because I thought there was something that comp- in my mind that it kind of compared me to another film. Yeah, you give whatever you Is the professional. So the professional is that movie where, like, Natalie Portman is about, like, 12 years old, yeah. and she's she gets basically adopted by an assassin. Yeah. And, and basically... Through the course of the film, he just doesn't really want to help her, but he ends up having to help her because he has no one else, and he just ends up yeah. like sacrificing himself. And a lot of the humanity that um, that the professional evolves, it was John Jean Reno, mm-hmm. and he, he develops during the course of the film is because again of Natalie Portman's character being this like child, and and it, it humanizes him, and he becomes that father figure. And it and but again, even in that. It, I, it only works in the film because the first half an hour, 45 minutes of the film, he's just the professional. You know, what I mean, he's he's not like, oh, I always wanted to have a daughter. Like, no, like it, it, we need to see him. Like it, we need true. to see him to be. We needed. I needed to see him They've like, again. They going back to needed, Batman, we thought all he needed to do was to come across this slightly. Remember cruel. when Batman? That's all they did. And then they the first guy Batman with, saves yeah. in the movie. He didn't yeah. even help the guy. He just stops the guy from being killed, but yeah. that's not the reason he did it. He didn't like, hey man, you okay? He doesn't ask if the guy's okay. Yeah. We, we we just leaves. Where by the end he's helping people. Like, oh, I see. The character evolved. We 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 don't. Yeah, the uh, the, I didn't back, even get to know that he needed they to give evolve. Is that like the Spartans come across as like cold? Right. Which but which was like a thing. The Spartans are supposed but to. But there come should be there cold. should be more to it than that. But like there should be more like right, background so to make us like. I think we certainly we certainly hit the point. Is there anything else major you need to mention? I mean, what are your thoughts on like some of the things I've said? Does that's my stuff? No, make it makes sense? complete sense. Like, it all can makes complete sense. And again, I don't have the passion for the show, but I can understand your criticism. And it's not just like. He shouldn't take his helmet off. Yeah, like it's, re- it should there's, there's, be. There's no, let me finish. Reasons, you asked me a like, question. Let me answer. Yeah. It's not that he took his helmet off per se. It's that you want to understand the motivation for taking yeah. the helmet off, and it's a deep. It's deeper than Which just the, the typical. Reason. Like, look, I need to connect with you on a human level. So Shriver, I'm off my helmet. My contract said I have to have ten helmet, seconds of which screen is like, time. I get the idea of like All if right. that was like in episode eight, <laughs> and that's how he decided to connect by taking finally taking off his helmet. I get it. That means something. I know. I just explained. That. Like, oh Thank you. Like, oh I'm trying to like I'm trying yeah. to strengthen your position yeah. by making people understand you're not just bitching because you took your helmet off. It's just like 
you're not bitching about silly stuff. You're bitching about complexity of the character yeah. and what and and the lack of character development before this yeah. thing happens. And I feel like there was like a thing in his contract was like, uh, I'm, you know, what's his yeah. face, Schreiber. Is, all right, let me just, and, and here's the, and like, for instance, like the show. Uh, called, we're getting up to an hour, and I need to get. To, I want to get to Picard, so you got to wrap this up. So okay, we got to move on. All right, we got two minutes. All right, then we go to, to just a couple things I can think of. All right, then in terms of like what the show is missing, um, just in general. Which is like the overall sense of like wonder is like not there because like you don't we don't have the Halo ring yet and it's like almost the, and like Halo is like a universe where there's an old there's a very ancient like well they they can't an they, they couldn't throw that but into no, the first the episode too did. though they threw it in the first episode because that's what the artifact is the artifact like, that that Chief wakes up to which like is a thing where Chief's gonna get proven to be like the reclaimer. Which is like chiefs, like which well, is. Thanks hu- for the spoiler. Humans are like <laughs> humans are, are connected to that to those um to the halo. artifacts, those type of artifacts, yes. like no other race is. That 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 whole plot point comes in like the third game. Well, I think we skipped we the got first it in, game. We got it in the four, the three I think minutes, we fixed and first... it also never had anything to do with him awakening. Like it was not not what it needed. Well, like you said, I think they. Had, here's the thing: they, the they... Halo ring. Once we get to it, it's just like a obviously it's like a like a thin planet or whatever. Right. But like the Halo ring, you know what they do? You know what they do? Like which is why like the whole parole plot of like independence for the planet doesn't mean anything, and right. it won't for like more than four episodes. They destroy sentient life. Oh well, that's nice. in like a in like a light year, like in like twenty five million light years within it. Like it's they're meant to destroy sentient life. Okay. So like we don't care about the independence right. of one that like the independence of one planet in Halo does not matter. Well, because the entire story is they is literally the struggle for humanity to survive in general, and like you can have complexities, and surely there could be stuff. Well, here's but it the problem. Like, when it when it comes down to it, and I guess this is, we're gonna have to wrap up this yeah. segment on this is yeah. that this is before you. They they we'll are. About a lot more they are purposely, and we've got lots of time to talk about this. It seems like they are underselling the story. Yeah. That the the the, it's the posi- down. Let me finish. Let me kind of paraphrase. Um, they're understand. They're they're yes. They're watering down. They're underrepresenting something that could be super complicated mm-hmm. and super enjoyable for a lot of people and super deep. And they're like, oh, it's just to have this. And maybe they're yeah. gonna. Maybe they'll adjust and because some shows have adjusted. Typical backwards right. Hollywood mentality. We're gonna of, move on though. Of just watering it down it to make it more accessible, which is like you realize like games like shows like Game of Thrones, like which is like that's a level of show that as like Paramount as you being a streaming service like is your competition. Like your main competition, like in terms of like the Halo show, is like the Mandalorian. And your and your, your your main competition is gonna be like House of the Dragon, like on Game of Thrones, like those are the and or like Lord of the Rings, and like if you're telling me that like that is the quality of like how we think the quality of those three are gonna be, it's not. Okay. And being said, this isn't the worst thing ever. It's not. Like I'm like I, it's just not Halo. It's just like it's just not like great. And it's it's kind of like it's 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 a it's wh- not even good, but it's it's, it's just it's, there at right. the moment. And that's and if they don't adjust it, we we, we won't. It, Which I have, but I'm gonna watch it anyway. The visuals are enough for me okay. to watch it, and like I right. hope and they and there's certainly you're just hoping enough, it gets better. Yeah, we're also early enough in Halo's story. Like not that they have to like they go can on, recon like, some a, things if they a, screw it up. Realistically, so. it's like it's a parallel story to like we the already game knew story. That. Right, right. So like you you're still early enough in it that like by season two you can course correct to a more game-esque story okay. so right. watch it give it a chance and then hopefully they course correct and make a better show like realistically that's more on the money in more like uh like 
in the in the stance and the style of like what a game fan would watch, which should be the the base fan, and then you should build off that. That's how it should have been. There's millions and millions of Halo fans. I don't know if they're all going to come back for the show, but you certainly haven't made it easy for everyone to want to come back and suddenly play this the way the way you've talked about it in like your own press tours going forward. So I don't know. We'll talk about it in the weeks to come. Maybe not every week, but every few weeks, maybe we'll talk about Halo, and I'll give you my updates. <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. Yes. Would you? If you knew this I didn't. Yeah, you just. I knew you were going to be angry. I just didn't know it was going to be that much anger. Yeah, a lot of anger. Well, I have to explain why, because I don't want to just come across because hey, because video game fans when like their video game. Well, gets this adapted, is why they screw up because the video we, games. again, we were like yes. video game fans when their game gets adapted. Like so much of the time, it's like that well, the industry doesn't take like well, everything they're, they're, seriously. Right. Like, well, what's okay. game give it to you? Like, even like they said, like oh, I restarted. You stop because like just stop. Was last last thing. Yes. They, they, they said like, oh, we read the books. It's like, oh, great. It's like you do realize the books are only supplemental to the games, right? Like the books are written in a way that like the main story is still being told to you with a game like you can't like read a book to find out the main story without like also playing the game so it's like we have all this like look at all these great book characters it's like oh you mean the supplemental guys that weren't like main like half the time and again i'm not a big book fan i'm not the, even the greatest halo fan in the world so but like like so i shouldn't be this mad like i'm not the I, biggest really shouldn't halo be. fan ever right all right like, i got to move on it's a good lore it's Spend a good history. way too much time it needs on to be this. done better all right we're moving on so on the lighter side, on the better side, Picard's yeah, I love episode. Picard still, oh so. man! If, if you're still with us, I love Picard. Uh, you know, if you're not, you know, suffering PTSD from that, I saved from this for after to make myself happy. After so, one, what was that? So I saved Picard. We saved Picard for after we watched. Yes, Halo, we did. We did yeah, because you would have been way too angry. So here's the <laughs> thing with Picard. It is just another great episode. I yeah. did. This is the star- slowest of the episodes so far, but yeah, but this is Star Trek. Yeah, this is this is I'm going to say it. I you can quote this. You can put it wherever you want. This is the best Star Trek since Deep Space Nine. I'm saying it again. Everything in between isn't bad, but it's not that good. This is that good. And this is this is smart. It's doing fan service without just blatantly doing fan service like some of the other like Discovery goes. Oh, look, we named a ship the, the Nog, which is nice. But it's got nothing to do with the show. It's but just, it's only one level of it's, it's, of it's fans, right. Of, not fans They're service. doing it's one level of, so of much more. They here's the thing. Now here's the thing. I'm going to say comparing it with Halo. So in Halo, you said they read the book, or whatever. They yeah. watched. The, they watched or the some of the books or something. I don't so, know. We don't know. Whatever we they, really don't know. However, they, what did, they the, did. However, they did the research. Um, here's the difference with the people that are running Picard. They did their research about things that make sense that line up within the timeline where Picard now is with the time travel. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we talked about this last week. Now they are definitely, they're obviously not definitely, they're in the 24th century. Now they, they moved back to the 21st century. They're in 2024. And it, it, and it really starts to have that great Star Trek feel where they're doing your action and you're doing your stuff, but all through it, there's the deeper feeling of Star Trek trying to give you the message that they want you to hear without beating you over the head with it. Mm-hmm. So obviously in this episode, we see a lot of things like ICE officers. We see people in detention centers. We see, um, you know, the, the, the complexities of the doctor dealing with the Borg person. And and there's a lot going on between those there's two like, characters. Like there are so many great things happening. We have so many different dynamics of so many different characters. And this episode is just great. 
Um, I would say like the best. I would say the. I, can I talk about the my my like Rios? Yeah, thing we'll do. Real quick? Let's do this really the quick. The last thing is we, you not being the Star Trek fan that I am, you went first. So let me you take about three minutes or a couple minutes and do what you thought about your perception because we have about twenty minutes. I like the Rios part of the episode most, which is just like uh, with like what happened last episode, which was he got taken by like ice, whatever. Him and the right. doctor. And he's in basically just in one of those uh, cages. He's like he's in like one. He's in a detention facility. They and like uh, he's being taken to one on the the border. Is like because I don't know. We don't. He's being. He's de- still being. He's still detained by the end, right? Y- y- well, he's in. He's in the bus on the way to to a sanctuary so on the on the bo- a sanctuary facility on the border. Which I think it will specifically probably be for like illegal immigrants. So it's right. probably going to be even more dark. I don't think they're ever going to get there. But they're not going to get there. there. No. But like, I think the context there is right. that it's one for like he's a Latino illegal man. So for, for and, like immigrants. all the people on the bus yeah. here are seemingly Latino as well. Yeah. So like their dad seemingly is a sanctuary city where then you're eventually just deported. And so it needs to be somehow an even like more darker level. Right. Right. But like the issue like that you have him dealing with th- throughout this entire episode and you even like the issue, you kind of have like uh, Rafi and Seven trying to deal with because they're trying to find Rios and like get him out of custody. Right. Like th- so, like and it's a good portion of the episode, and it's just like it's just like a, a thing that happens in our re- in like our time. Like 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 what ha- what's happening to Rios is maybe not maybe day. not in the sense of like a clinic, not, not in the sense of like a clinic being like raided and him being taken, right. but like people go through like it's put an a, extreme, wait in like a cage, wait in like a cell like that yes. for a while, yeah. and before then getting put on a bus to then go right. to like you get deported, right. like like he's going through like a very like real thing that just happens that again to the the context of like where they what where, what point in history our characters in Star Trek are on, like and yeah, it's like a, it's ba- it's like an issue, but but they treat it as just like any other challenge that, like, they would have to deal with on a mission. When it's just, like, this really, like, real human thing that happens, like, right. in our own world. But, like, they're viewing it as, like, this this thing we gotta stop. Like, it's, so it's, it's really bad. And then, but, but it's just a thing. Right. That, like, and it is bad, like, in our own reality today, but, like, it's just still a thing we do. Like, so, what I liked about it is Rios was trying to maintain his calmness and his humanity yeah. and his future, you know, like, poised character. Yeah. And he doesn't really lose it until the end when he says, "I'm Captain Cristobal Rios from the you know 21st yeah. century," and and he almost just kind of goes off because he has he can't just keep it in anymore yeah. about this society is so sense, bad. Yeah. Like it's a great like that that he just gets that level yeah. of just frustration and that transfers over to the younger guy in that we meet as well that Picard yes. gets to meet where she's also has like a similar level of uh because I her race is what is like a bit higher. Right, a bit higher species, if that makes sense. Like a so, bit the Alorians, like, the Alorians have an incredibly long they're more lifespan. Advanced, like you know what I mean? Well, they're they they're they're advanced. They travel the universe, and they they are a universe of listeners, and they just like to mer like kind of be. They just experience they experience life, so they don't really yeah. they're not they, they explore by meeting people. They don't really they're not like they're not like a Starfleet. They're just incredible. They they're like a elevated like almost like no, in terms of like they don't know that really like philosophy wise though because they don't seem maybe. to like because they seem to be powerful enough that they can just go all these places and travel. And well, watch, they have space but they don't travel, seem to like but they're not explorers. They're not conquerors. But they're not they're conquering just, anyone. They're just, they're just kind of there. And they're they're like just, and Gaiden, for instance, seemingly has like a pretty advanced they have some, like they have some a pretty advanced com- level of morality. They have they have some they have some complex you know they're an ancient race yeah. and they live for a really really long and they period have the time, time sickness thing and, 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 they, like that, and, and there's a late. bunch of genet- things that they've talked about they've worked into the episode um, it was weird because they went with a different actress yeah but they did set that up a little bit that they can make themselves look different 
um, which is how they dealt with uh, Guinan being older. I don't know if we're going to be seeing that other version again, so maybe there's some reasons why they didn't want to use Whippy Goldberg because he was a little too old or something. Yeah. Um, and they just felt like maybe the character needs to be younger. Uh, one of the things that came up, well, I know what else did you want to say before I get into my stuff? Well, like, it just, like, although she can, like, be, can they, like, pick their appearance or do they actually, They like, can't age? pick it, but they can meld it. So apparently she can't change herself for being African-American looking oh, okay. because she says that, like, I can't change what I look like. But she, 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 I think she's supposed to look like just a younger version of Guinan. She can only age herself up or down. She can't change her skin color or her gender or anything like that. She can only change the general perception of what she looks like. Interesting. Okay. Um, And then clearly there's some time level things where she, you know, it takes a while for Picard to convince that they've met. What else did you like about it? Just... Uh, well, like I said, I think mainly that level of it was, like, this episode. I like some of the Borg-like stuff that's going on with, like, her and, like, the... They're giving her... They're giving the Doctor something to do beyond just, like... Yeah, they really took Beyond lot, yeah. just, like, sitting there on the ship and, like, communicating right. info, which, like, a lot of shows, when they don't, like, have a, a real full sense of vision, right. um, I feel like a lot of times, like, a character like that will just, like, get relegated almost sure. to, like, being, Gets like, the ears. Gets like, in jail. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or just, like... Where, like, every character is getting, like, a thing, and they're getting their own complexity. So even her, which is, like, she easily could have just that episode been, like, just right. been, like, all right, I'm going to tell you where I, to go. Yeah, but, but, like, now some, they gave her, like, a, a cool thing with the Borg where she almost stuff. has to, like, yeah. play yeah. mental gymnastics right. with, like, the Borg now yeah. queen and, like, be very careful about it. But also, like, she's kind of outsmarting the Borg queen at the moment. So, But we got to wonder if there's something that she's changing because of that meld with the Borg. Yeah, which is interesting because they've they've tracked they've talked about that kind of stuff before. Which they can't go too far into it because like they're already in a pretty messy yeah, situation. They don't have a lot is, of time either. This isn't a thirteen episode episodes season. left. So. Yeah, there's well, how many? Is it five or six? There's six, isn't there? Well, I, I don't know. I got to better double check. There's only one left. Then, thought, if there's that. No, no, there's only four in. That was only the fourth episode. Yeah, so I said we got two more left. I thought there was more than six, but I hope there's more. God, I, this is too good to just have six episodes. Uh, I, just, I, I just assumed it was. Wasn't there only six last week? I thought, I don't know. I thought there was more. I thought it was eight. Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up now. Too. So let me get into some things that were really, really smart that they did. First of all, they early on in the episode addressed a bunch of things that I thought were really cool. They addressed the fact that this is March or April of 2024. So this is six months before um, the Bell Riots. Now, you could argue one of two things. You could argue that the Bell Riots always were supposed to be Cisco, and they wouldn't have happened without him, and that was kind of a, you know, a... a it's a, 10 episodes, actually. It's 10 I episodes. Okay, good. So, they, or you could argue that the Bell Riots never happened. I'm actually very happy about this. Yeah, you could argue that the Bell Riots never happened, because if Cisco doesn't come back in time, then there weren't Bell Riots. So, Cisco's not coming back in time, because they don't have to worry about that, because that future doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So, if Cisco can't come back in time, I think and that's, that's the other reason... I think that's what we didn't even realize. We're like, that's oh, the shit, up, like, and that's the other other thing yeah. that's the other thing that is why Guinan does not because again I told you Guinan met Picard in during Next Generation yeah. their first her first meeting of Picard is different than his her the, in her timeline actually the first time she meets Picard is when he travels back into like the yeah. turn of the century 1900 with Mark Twain and stuff. So, but that didn't happen because that future doesn't exist. So, they're going with the time travel concept that all the stuff that happened in the future never happened. So, yeah. this is a completely different earth, which is, which like is why it's allowed to be a little bit darker. That you're allowed right. to, to have that you but have there to, like, is. You're changing it and you're going yeah. back to like, if we change this, then how would that change right. some other things that have happened that would affect this right. time? As I gotta, well. But I got to throw so. something in right now that, that there's, but there is a problem with that. 
So if we go with the theory that because of the changes in time, Cisco will not travel back to be present for the Bell Riots, and that Cis- that Picard did never travel back in time uh, when the aliens were here over that episode yeah. in with Brent Spider, Brent Spider's head fall off and all that stuff, Time Zero, whatever <laughs> yeah, the episode's yeah. called. But the problem is there's a scene where uh, Rafi and Seven are on a bus. And they're they're riding on a bus, and you hear a song in the background. It's a punk rock song from the 1980s, and it's like, "Oh, hey, yeah," and it's a funny scene, and it's a great scene because in Star Trek IV: Voyage Home, Kirk and and uh, Spock are riding on a bus when they come back in time to save the whales in San Francisco, and they're riding a bus, and across from there is a punk punk rocker, and he's carrying a boombox. And he's listening to his own music because that song was recorded by the guy who was the singer, and they had him. Uh, and I figured there was a Star Trek tie-in to that guy, too. But So Kirk tells him to, you know, shut the damn music off, and the guy won't do it. He gives Kirk the finger, so Spock just gives him the Vulcan neck pinch. <laughs> so now what's really, really funny is they use the exact same actor, carry the same boombox, listen to the same music. But when they tell him to shut up, he goes, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry about that, and he turns it down. Yeah. And it almost alludes to the fact that the last time someone would do it, they gave him a Vulcan neck pinch and he got knocked out. But that couldn't have happened in this alternative timeline. I had to mention that because that's one of those things that people yeah. are asking yeah. questions about in all the Star Trek <laughs> fandom stuff. Yeah. So shut up and enjoy it because it was a funny scene. Yeah. Not everything has to be... You know, as they used to say on uh, also maybe he's MST3K. Older, maybe he's nicer now, you know? No, but no, but Kirk and Spock couldn't have traveled back in time because that timeline doesn't exist. He's fine. He's so, nicer. He's, but he's, more he, importantly, more as they used to, to say off, in Mystery you know? Science Free Theater, you should just relax. Just repeat yourselves. It's just a show. I really should just relax. For you know, so never. that's that's my that's one of my favorite quotes I'll in science. So anyway, yeah. so that's no, but you. but more importantly, um, I I think besides the fun part. We're really sit getting some incredibly good development. The banter between the two women, um, the relationship evolving with Rafi and Seven, and it's not forced. Um, it's casual, and it's just generally happening. Rios is just an incredible well, actor. Picard, yeah, Rios, I love. Picard, I love Rios Picard is really strong in this. Pa- Patrick Stewart is incredibly strong in this episode. He doesn't seem to be like this frail old yeah. guy like I he like felt the younger a little Guinan. bit. Younger guy is pretty good. Younger guy was very good and going to set, going to you know forward ten, ten forward. It was an address and a street, so mm-hmm. maybe that's where the name on the Enterprise why they started calling it ten forward because of. Picard having been there, I don't know exactly. We don't get enough background on that, but it's 10 forward, which oh, is what, oh, what about Picard? Just doesn't at the end. We got to talk at the end. So w- let's get to the end. So there's, really the so there's some on. really cool things that happen here. So, and, and more importantly, they get to this thing where, you know, he, he, fin- he thinks he thinks Gein is the watcher, which makes the most sense, but she's not. Um, and But eventually he quotes something that she said to him, so that then she has this kind of like time thing in her and she realizes that, oh, my God, he actually is from the future. Um, yeah. He knows that she's like an Elorian. So there's like a time sickness thing that, you know, because she should be recognizing their changes in times. So then she takes him to meet the Watcher, which turns out to be the Romulan that he that's in love with him, that 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 he and who he knew her husband and stuff like that. And she's become attracted to him. But she clearly doesn't have Romulan ears, so we don't know what that's going to be all about. Mm, yeah. So we don't know if and, the, I mean, and she's dead. 
and she's dead in the she's dead in like she's supposed to be dead Picard because killed her. Picard killed her on the steps of the something something on what on uh, on, 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 Romulus. on Romulus on the yeah. steps of the Senate. So I, I gotta believe there's more to it than her just being the same actress. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but there but there's a lot of things that we don't know yet. We know Brent Spiner, who plays Data, and obviously Data's gone, is appearing on the show. And everybody's assuming that it's just another uh, relative of Data's creator. I don't think it's going to be that. Um, Do you think Data's in this somehow? No, Data will not be in this. Um, But Q, in the last scene, Q is manipulating a woman or something, using his powers, but his his finger snaps not working. He's like, well, something's not right. Um, so something's wrong with Q, not just Q, the Q continuum. I think there's something wrong with all the Q, and I think there's something they're mad at Picard about is what I think it's going to turn out to be. So that's why this whole penance and trial thing is coming because they're mad at him because of something he didn't do. And you got to remember the Q. Uh, you got to remember something about um, Earth only met the Borg because of Q. So. Q and the Borg don't like each other very much. The Elorians don't like the continuum. So, and remember in the very first episode, yeah. the Borg wanted to join the Federation. Which is like kind of what's like, like, which I will say like the one weak part about the show is I'm assuming that like the overall narrative is getting like as like a tolerance narrative to the point where then at the end the Borg somehow join or at least that section. I don't know if they're going to join. That's seemingly where I think it's going or or that he shouldn't have reacted the way he did. But that's fine. We can get to that. And I'm the way they're. But here's some really cool Easter eggs that happen in that last scene. Q is sitting in a outside little park area in front of a building, and the name of the building is the Jackson Roy Kirk Plaza. This is incredibly important. It could just be a funny egg because in Star Trek lore, from the original series, the, the crew of the Enterprise meets a probe um, that has got way too much power, and it's sterilizing and killing entire populations of planets, looking for its home, its creator. It turns out that this is the a probe called Nomad that was built in the 21st century around this time frame by Jackson Roykirk. And he wanted to he made this really super intelligent robot probe that he set out into space to try to f- seek new worlds and find, you know, places for Earth to move to if we ever destroyed our planet. Um Nomad the probe falls into a um, black hole ends up meeting another um, um, probe yeah. that is super intelligent and they somehow repair each other. There's always been this weird fan theory that Nomad was Borg. That the, 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 the Nomad that merged with the other yeah. um, thing was Borg. So that would be interesting because that would tie in a lot of the original series because uh, the reason why it doesn't destroy the Enterprise in real series because Jackson Roy Kirk is similar to Captain James Kirk, and it gets them confused. Yeah, that's and that's that was a big thing. So that could just be a fun fan theory. There's also a lot of repre- there's also a lot of references to the Europa mission, which is happening around this time planet in, Star- in Star Trek history. That feels a bit more like just that's just casual coincidence. That's casual. Yeah. I think the Roy Kirk thing could be casual too. Although that unless was- Brent Spiner. Is playing Jackson Roy Kirk, yeah, I think that's and what's he's happening. designing the alien, the the, the probe that's going to go into the future. We know in the trailer that 
Q gives him something that looks like a little bluish greenish blob of something. We don't know what it is. I rewatched the trailer. It looks like there's a couple aliens. There's a couple humans um, in the trailer that have weapons, and it looks like they're being assimilated. They look like they're in the process of slowly being assimilated. So I think there's a chance that the queen's going to get away and they got to go after her because she's starting to assimilate people. So there's a lot of cool stuff that could certainly happen. A couple of really other fun things in the episode that I thought were a lot of fun. Uh, when he's wandering around that, that terrible part of Los Angeles and he's trying to convince Guinan yeah. that there's still good in humanity, um, they do a nod to City on the Edge of Forever, mm-hmm. uh, which is the, probably, if you've never, if you don't, there's a lot of people that can't watch the original Star Trek because they think it's terrible. I'm one of them. I, think if I don't think it's terrible, but go it's, just watch, it's just too far removed. Go watch City on the Edge of Forever. It's another Time Travel episode where Kirk and Spock have to go back in time because McCoy has changed history. And Kirk has to basically, it's, it's very much like a Greek tragedy where he falls in love with a woman, but he has, she has to die to fix the universe. And they filmed the scene on the Hollywood backlot, the same place that they filmed um, the Andy Griffith show. So there's a scene where Kirk's walking past a barbershop, and it says Floyd's Barbershop, which Floyd's the barber from... And it's funny because there's definitely two nods to that episode where you see a sign that says Floyd's Barbershop on a wall. Yeah. And there's also, uh, it's the 21st Street Mission, uh, which is very similar to the mission that Edith Keeler runs in Star Trek. Yeah. So this is smart stuff. I'm not saying those elements have anything to do with the episode, but it, it's it's people... They're, they know the show because they're all they didn't bring in a random Star Trek episode. They brought in other time travel episodes where time has changed because of the Guardian, which is a great thing. The Guardian was used um, on Discovery, too. So they, they know they know the Star the Star Trek lore. And I think why I'm really enjoying it, because it's a nice mixture of, of but it's not super important. Um, it's fun stuff. But more importantly, it just it's just so well written. It's it's a mor- there's a moral play going on here. It's not just save the universe. Yeah. No, yeah, it's just, it's very complex and a little bit, yeah. And without a doubt it's the best Star Trek since since 2000. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak 19 I it's it's the best 2000 Trek. Star Trek since 19, 1999. No, no, 2000 or whatever it would have been. When, when, whenever Deep Space Nine went off the air. I mean, I've, there's other stuff I enjoy, but it's, I mean, it's the best Star Trek since then, without a doubt, no doubt in my mind. I mean, there's a lot of people that hate the movie Nemesis. There's parts of Nemesis that I like. I just think that it was poorly executed. Yeah. You know, um, that's what I got. I'm looking forward to what else is we got? Uh, we got uh, Moon Knight start next week. Uh, yeah, next week will be interesting. So we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Yep. Um, well, happy anniversary. Yeah, happy. One year anniversary. We're we're doing well. No one's uh, we didn't get canceled yet or anything like that. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and uh, we do appreciate everyone out there who's been listening. Um, please join our Twitter and send us messages on the Facebook page next of kin, and we will be back next week with lots more fun. Take care. <laughs>